0: 951-1025. It's time to talk football. It's Clyde One Super Scoreboard.
1: Good evening and welcome to Clyde 1 Super Scoreboard as we continue the build up to the new league season in Scotland before we even get to the domestic stuff. It's a big night in Europe for Motherwell against Sligo. Giovanni van Bronker says Rangers can be more flexible this season due to their new signings and a big day in Edinburgh with a new contract for Robbie Nielsen and an injury blow for Aidan McGeady. I'm Gordon Duncan. Joining me tonight is Gordon Diel and Mark Wilson. What's going on with 48 hours to go before the
2: season kicks off? But you're right Gordon, the main event Northwest coast of Ireland Motherwell a job to do in Sligo tonight have to overturn a 1-0 defeat I believe they have what it takes to get the job done tonight but the man to my left I don't know if he's as confident as I am I think they'll need to perform a lot better than last
3: Thursday we were there Gordon supporting our local sides as we do Um but I thought Motherwell were very poor it's got to be difficult I know the ground i have been to the ground many times um, there'll be a good atmosphere good uh, travelling support so it's up to Motherwell and then obviously looking so much forward to the weekend to get the real stuff kicking off league campaign and all the games and uh, a lot of exciting games and a lot of good games
1: ahead. you must be getting excited by now Mark Wilson's called it 48 hours it's even less than that we're oh, really really close great, to the start man. of the Premiership season it's one one. Nine five one one zero two five. get your calls in let the guys know what's on your mind we're here with you until 8 o'clock so Livy Rangers that's the curtain raiser at midday on Saturday so we are very close indeed it would be nice to hear from you Rangers fans I think we're probably now in that territory of specifically talking about the game and the team and what Rangers strongest team looks like starting the season we're going to hear some interesting stuff from Giovanni van Bronker, Celtic fans you of course wait until half four on Sunday but that's not too far round the corner either so give us your thoughts on the new season what are you expecting business wise to be done I think it's probably uh, a bit of an ask to do anything before then but get your thoughts in please on the phones or on Twitter and what about you Motherwell fans if you're mad enough to be listening over there in Ireland, please do pick up the phone. I think producer Callum and Ross might have a job in their hands screening those calls. Mm-hmm. Um, but we can, we can <laughs> give it a call. go. Uh, yeah. We can see how we get on. And maybe you're just going to be watching from home. What are you expecting? Can Motherwell turn it around? Are you fearing the worst after last week? Uh, it's a pretty similar team that Graham Alexander has named for tonight as well. So whatever it is that's on your mind, This is the place to share it. 0141 951 1025. It's so close, Mark Wilson. It is within touching distance this new league season and uh, we can't wait. Well, we can't because the build-up seems to be so long.
2: You know, ever since Rangers... you know, finished off winning the Scottish Cup <laughs> The summer seemed to get longer and longer I've said before, but for the players It obviously doesn't feel like that Because they've got so many games crammed into a season They'll probably think we've hardly even stopped But there's so much interest this season And we've covered it over the last few nights When, when I was now on, I've been listening Because, you know, the signings that each team has made And I'm talking even from January for a Celtic perspective But with this um, summer transfer window under Giovanni Van Bronkers. the signings for Rangers, I'm sure every Rangers fan's excited by who's been brought into the building. This seems to be a team being shaped uh, what Van Bronkers wants, not carrying on for Steven Gerrard, and I think that makes mm. for a really exciting season. I mean, it's only one game, Gordon, but it does,
1: the first game's... It's important isn't it Symbolically You always look at the team That lines up In the opening day And apart from injuries You know that that's going to be The manager's Rough idea Of of what his strongest team is So all summer People are You know Checking Twitter And all the rest of it Waiting to see who's signed And now it becomes about who plays? You know, are those guys straight in from the off? That's what the next few days will have in store.
3: Yeah, um, the managers will obviously have uh, assessed it over uh, the, the pre-season games. As much as we always say it's a pre-season game, results are always important to clubs. Forum, um, who, your best for, who your best players are to fit in formation. The one thing you want to do in opening week of the season, try and get the first three points on the board. You know, don't get. You know, if you lose a game and then you're getting into a next game, especially the the teams below the likes of Rangers and Celtic, for instance. If you're a St Mirren Motherwell, or, you know St Johnston Hibs, and and you lose your first game, then you've got a Celtic Rangers coming up shortly. All of a sudden, you could find yourself adrift. You find yourself under a little bit of pressure. The new signings, you hope that they're going to blend in and hit the ground running. I just think we've got a lot of good games, a lot of exciting games ahead, Gordon. I'm really looking forward to a season.
1: Come on then 01419511025 Rangers fans I wonder what you make of this Have a listen to what your manager has to say Then give us your thoughts Giovanni Van Bronckhurst believes The players he's brought in Allows him to play in various different ways this season So what do you think? Could we see a formation change at times? Is it going to be more likely Given what's come in He's also happy with the depth in his Rangers squad Pick up the phone
4: we lost some players, you know, of course. Joe, we lost uh, Calvin. You know, we had uh, Aaron and, and Diallo on uh, on loan. Uh, we didn't extend, uh, you know, Balagun. But uh, you know, I think we uh, we had good, uh, good play- good players in. You know, and the qualities they possess. You know, we can we can play many ways depending the the opponent, depending how uh, how defensively they will play. But I think we have enough qualities in the in this squad to uh, to rotate and also make sure we we have the um, the best lineup against the opponent we're
1: facing. Do you detect an extra willingness from Giovanni Van Bronckhorst to mix it up, whether that's the formation, the tactics? You look at An out and out winger Now in Matondo That they maybe Didn't have before mm. You look at An extra Well two extra Centre backs Brought in Yes Calvin Bassi's left But you know Ben Davis and uh, John Souter. You, know, you do you detect listening to him that that's something you'll look to? Well, I,
2: I think uh, probably any modern manager um, probably has that in their squad. Y- you know, a squad that can be shaped into a different formation at any given time. With Van Bronckers, you've got to say, in games last season, particularly the European games, he recognised when things weren't going right and he changed the formation within games. I think that's always a plus point if you can do that and I think he's right but the players that he's added allows him to do that. I think he still will start with a tried and and tested formation but with that other out-and-out winger, the other side. You know, it's a well-known fact the Dutch like to play that way and we questioned if he'd come into Rangers and adopt that system right away. Well, he played a slightly different system and it worked for a lot of the time. I think he will prefer to play Matondo right in the touchline, Kent on the other side And take your pick
3: Mm. throughout the middle? I I I think, especially at Ibrooks, Mark, um, in most of the games, uh, that's the way he'll go. He'll, He'll try and make that pitch as big as he can. He's got pace there, he's got talent try and create, try and get in behind defences that's obviously going to sit in and make it difficult, but I like the flexibility about the squad uh, he can go to that three he can put the extra midfield player in there he can play one off the striker uh, as, a, as, as a modern day manager now, you need the personnel that you can change one or two things about um, and it'll be interesting, but I do agree I think especially at home in domestic football, most of it I think he'll go with the two wide men with the bags of pace
1: Right let's go to John who's a Rangers fan in Cambuslang. Lang What do you think John listening to the manager is there more more scope to mix things up with the, the Rangers team you've got for this season uh,
5: Evening Gordon Mark Gordon uh, no, Definitely I was saying to your producer there I just feel this is one of the most exciting seasons Two years ago uh Everybody was tipping Celtic to win the league last season. Everybody was tipping Rangers to win the league this season. It's so, it's so close with uh, Rangers recruitment, Celtic maintaining the players they had last season. Uh, Rangers have brought in six internationalists and Ben Davis for Liverpool. Uh, it's it just like a really, really exciting season for the SPL. Uh, Albertine and have are selling players for big money. It's looks Rangers getting to the European final A European final last year Has put a spotlight on Scottish football Which can only be a positive thing And I, I just can't wait to Saturday For it to kick off I think it's going to be amazing
1: Yeah, John summed it up well Look no further than your hopeless predictions For the new season I think last year Every single mm-hmm. pundit Bar yeah. none uh, Went for Rangers to win the league yeah. <laughs> And I've had a little look through them this year There's a bit more of a spread With Marvin Bartley and Simon Donnelly both went Celtic last night. I think. Mm. Did you to give yours did away?
3: Go Celtic, he, did he?
1: Well, he, he threw in some nonsense about if Rangers make Don't the Champions League, Celtic win if it. Rangers make the Champions League, he might change his mind because then they won't be playing what? on a Sunday. So it was some nonsense. Oh, that's, that's, I that's, a, it a, that's a little bit.
3: No, what you talking about? actually so where you operate. You give you a, to January, February, you'll be going. <laughs> well, I may change my mind. That's what you done last year. I think it's so so close, Gordon. I really do. I think that uh, everybody looked at Rangers the position they were in last season they looked across the city seen new manager coming in never heard of him really didn't bring any background staff he he lost so many talented players the squad was very weak and what a job he ended up doing getting a double so you can't really tell look it's a guessing game we go with it we don't see the opening games we've just got to make our predictions Uh, but the good thing this year is some boys have went for Celtic some have went for Rangers
1: some of us are going got to get it right mm. Yeah I mean Specifically on Rangers That's John's team mark And we heard from Giovanni van Bronckhorst They've clearly identified Areas that they wanted to improve And then you add into the Equation that they obviously had to Losing some fairly important players in Joe Rebo and Calvin Bassey
2: yeah well I mean the centre half position was always one for me because remember Rangers left it right down to the last minute well no Rangers Goulton left it down to the last minute it was always a position that was uncertain now I know they had Suter coming in but they must have been working on other targets and this Ben Davies thing just kind of slipped under the radar looked like he was going to be at Celtic Park but the wheels must have been in motion in that as well. So they addressed that, knowing that they were going to sign, uh, let Bassey go. They signed another left-back fairly quickly, an internationalist that I'm sure every Rangers fan will be happy with the sound of It's up to the boy to perform now. But every other position looks exciting. An exciting addition. There's not many there that you would go, oh, you know, oh, didn't he really see that coming, or maybe he'll be a bit part player. You could argue that every one of these signings could make a
1: a go at that in the starting eleven against Living Saturday. You agree with that, John? Do you think we'll see some new faces for Rangers at the weekend?
5: I think I think you'll maybe bring one or two back in on Saturday. Uh, for the new players, maybe they'll play them all at once. Uh, my, my worry obviously was When we seeing all these new players Like players like McCann and Loudon Might not get a chance Because the rumours were Loudon might go on loan And he he landed the season really well And I'd like to see him get a chance But I think if you're good enough To get in the team I think Giovanni and Brown Broncos Will play you And so see, I just I just kind of wait to Saturday And I get what Martin mad was saying last night Because Avengers Don't get into the uh, Champions League And they're playing Thursday, Sunday it can go against you, because you you could be playing catch-up, but then it could spin the coin, and if uh, Celtic broke points on the Saturday, you know, but you've got to go for the Sunday. I just think, uh, for years, people have had a go at Scottish football, but I wish Mordwell were the best in uh, Europe as well tonight, because we need our teams to do well, get the coefficient up, and uh, we've got a wee bit of good feel factor with the the national team, and I want our teams to do well, and uh, get... Put Scotland in a good light football-wise Because we've had a few kickings over the years
1: What well, a start, I like it John mm-hmm. Full of optimism, full of hope for the new season I suppose Gordon, what we would be looking for Overall um, Is maybe a bit more consistency You're always looking for your big teams mm-hmm. It's not to say that they have to do well Because when they don't, listen That's that's entertaining in it's own way If you're not a fan of that club um, But we've said it a lot over the summer Aberdeen and Hibs Cannot be as bad as they were last season. You need your big clubs to to step up. up. You know, Motherwell managed to finish fifth, Being on a truly dreadful run towards the end of the year. It was a it was a strange season in that in that regard. It'll be interesting to see um, what this one holds.
3: Yeah, yeah, I totally agree. I I, I thought that do you take Rangers, Celtic, Hearts out the equation uh, last year? Hearts finished in third in Scottish Cup final. I thought they had an excellent season. I thought the rest of teams were. Much as much, you know, the, 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 you, you, you couldn't really put your last five pence on any of them. I think they were just the same. And uh, Dundee United had a good run. Motherwell, the last kick of the ball, got in the top six. Um, it's so important for Motherwell tonight just to get a bit of confidence going into the, 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 the league campaign, especially when they're away to St. Martin. the ex manager, Stephen Robinson, there as well. Some people have tipped him to get down. We want a competitive league. Unfortunately, for me and I've said it since the summer just watching the business at Rangers and Celtic are going about bringing the players the quality the, the size of the squads I think they're they're, they're so far in front but I, I would, I don't but I would love to see real competitiveness between you know hearts and all the way down, mm. and you are right. It's a big season for Aberdeen. It's a big season for Hibs because they come in for a lot of criticism. They're supposed yeah. to be big clubs. They've got to be up their challenges.
1: Thank you, John. Let's move on to Trevor, who's a Rangers fan from Edinburgh. What's on your mind tonight, Trevor?
4: Evening, hey lads, I hope you're all well, first Thank and you. Foremost. Same to you. Um, hi, it's a two-point thing. They're both about Europe, if I can squeeze them in, please. Um the first thing was about I am not want to pick in any one particular uh, team outside the old firm because I don't think that's fair to do so but obviously in recent times several years actually uh, teams outside the old firm have not done that great in Europe now y- you could point to various things being wrong there like they obviously don't have the same budget I get that so I wouldn't pick on that but then you've got You've got um, teams that they're that up against the, uh, all the other teams that get European places. are up against these teams that don't you, you possibly never heard of, uh, and that maybe counts against you because it's harder to do like scouting on them I and research and whatnot. But the thing is, it's, it's happened a lot over over uh, several years, you know. And I hope Motherwell do get through the night actually, Gordon. To be fair, because um, it's obviously good for Scottish fifth uh, coefficient. And I was going to say outside the old fun, but I'll actually include Celtic, Mac, is. They've no, they not done great in recent uh, years So I'm wondering what the boys think about that Is it a fair, is it a half point Could, could more be done to, for them to pull their socks up And
6: contribute to the overall Scottish coefficient?
2: Well th- obviously in the face of it We expect our teams when they go into Europe And face these teams that we've now heard of to, to just walk all over the top of and, In reality it isn't like that Because quite remember there's very good footballers On the continent as well we get so engrossed I think with your game with Motherwell and when Hearts go into Europe and Dundee United and they come up against a team you've got I've never heard of them they can't be that good but in reality they're just every bit as good is is it
1: on a case by case basis though right because it's hard to be general about these things sometimes that'll be the case but other times with no disrespect to Sligo Motherwell should fancy their chances of winning that game. Kelly should fancy their chances of beating Connors Key. So there will be times when, as Trevor says, budget, or maybe you're, you're playing a team from a, a part of Europe, and they're, you know, they're technically much better than you give them credit for because we don't know much about them. Of course, that can happen, but there are also loads of ties, as Trevor says, over the years that our teams should be doing better, and There must be
3: hundred th- percent. I think uh, you look at Fir Park uh, last Thursday, over seven thousand, and most of them obviously Motherwell supporters. Everyone expected Sligo Rovers over from Ireland.
1: Yeah, they'll be tough. They'll be well organised. I mean, but they, they are. Much... They are midway through their season, so yeah. it's the only. That's the only real. Yeah, mitigating factor but, but it depends how it depends how far that actually goes
3: but I I just think that uh, Mark quite rightly says uh, as much as we expect so much from our teams here and rightly so um, you know you look at even in the Irish leagues now Gordon you go over there now years ago you used to go over and it was a gimme you know if you had played Sligo Rovers 10 years ago you were winning that no problem tonight Motherwell will need to dig deep let's be honest about it because this will be a tough one for them I do agree I think that we've got to try and do our best to start better European results but it's not as easy as mm. you know, you look at teams and you go and pass reputations. I watched Lego Rovers with you the other week on uh, Thursday.
1: You were nowhere near me, you don't that? No, like no, I no, but
3: I was behind the behind goals studying, the studying studying and beside the yeah, the paying customers, Gordon, let me just say.
1: Um, I also heard you were spotted trying to chap on the press room door to get in at half time, <laughs> even though that press room ceased that? ceased being the press room two years ago.
3: <laughs> I'm standing well, chapter the... right. no, I, I thought to myself <laughs> I'm no paying for a pie right? Cause, <laughs> cause there's your fan <laughs> there paying customer
6: but I'm no paying for so a pie so I
3: says I know where we're going round right and I'm banging on this door and I'm saying they're not answering the press door and the steward comes up and says excuse me sir he says what, what are you doing I says I'm trying to get in here for a pie he says that door's not been open for two years <laughs> <laughs> so my season ticket's not been used but um, I
1: anyway just, right I, I we got just, the gist of it Let, let's because I know Trevor will want to speak about his own team as well uh, and we're a bit late for this travel so Trevor take it away
4: Aye of course um, my my own team I I know we haven't seen much at the moment uh, you can only base it on some families so take it a large of of salt but do the boys think based on the team that's there with improvements they've made that they will qualify for the Champions League and if not would they be another Europa League team that would get so far surely it's the same or better this
2: year no worse I just wonder what the boys thought about that Mark that's a hard call it's very hard with it the Champions League the draw, doesn't 't depends uh, on the draw so um, and we've seen Rangers in the past in the Europa League recent past beat some of the big teams we've also seen Rangers and Celtic fall
1: with some minnows uh, uh, you're right Gordon lucky the draw I mean Gordon on one hand if you get to a Europa League final you should have at least a level of confidence yeah. that you can then qualify for the Champions League but the draw can look so different the, the, the range of teams that are in there the range of journeys that you might need to make that There's so much goes into it, it it's tough to, without knowing the opposition isn't
3: it to yeah, I, t- I totally agree with Mark uh, you look at Rangers run last year for instance and some of the big names that came calling and every time like the dormants and you're thinking right that's the end of the road and you, you know the success they had and Celtic are well capable of doing the same but you need the right draw and on the night you need that performance you need every player to be up to a certain level so it is a very very difficult call or you could get you could get in with a a team that you you, for instance in a knockout situation that you you expect to win anyway and all of a sudden come unstuck European football is very Mm. hard to predict nowadays
1: I mean if Rangers make it to the playoff round Trevor looking at the likes of Dinamo Kiev or Sturm Graz or Monaco or PSV I mean, some some fairly well known names there. Are are those teams you think Rangers could get past though?
4: I do think we could get past them. Yes, they're a step up from Europa League qualifying teams. I get that. I still think they have enough in the tank. What might count against us is not being as fresh as, say, Sligo Rovers. That was a point the boys made before. That is a good Mm shout, and that's what screws us over a lot of times, Scottish teams. If we're further up in the qualifying pecking order or actually straight in the, the pots, then we're, 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 we're laughing over we start our season I think that counts against us but I'll take any of those teams gone I reckon we can do it uh, and uh, good luck to Motherwell on the night hope they, they do it for Scotland as well
1: Thank you it could have been an interesting few weeks then oh, 01419511025 one, one, who else is out there Celtic fans Rangers have obviously got an earlier start than you in the league this weekend but how are you feeling ahead of that game with Aberdeen pick up the phone and let us know we'll speak to you next
0: You are the voice of Scottish football Call. 01419511025 Clyde One Super Scoreboard
1: Mark Wilson and Gordon DL are here both waiting for you to get in touch 01419511025 How much are we all looking forward to the weekend? Seriously, midday on Saturday We don't even need to wait until 3 o'clock levy Rangers, Harts County, Kelly Dundee United, St Johnson Hibbs later on uh, and then on Sunday two crackers as well St Mirren Motherwell I still chuckle because we've already had a call this week at labelling that as a, a, a relegation <laughs> battle <laughs> Saturday I'm sure the managers will uh, be glad to that. away uh, and of course Celtic Aberdeen and that's before you even dip down to the championship and League 1 and League 2 so much to look forward to I mean Gordon we'll be here won't we Saturday yeah. and Sunday we'll be here Brilliant. we'll be on air Me, we you, will, be here will be here Mark I assume you'll be here big one strand
2: on fact <sighs> <laughs> are you coming actually,
1: uh, do you I, know what I've I, had a scheduling nightmare <laughs> <laughs> you think that the first weekend of the season you, you know how exciting it is ah oh, my span partner's not here you think that people would, would keep it free and yeah. would be excited and would turn up to the football and if, and if not at the very very least it's because they've got something that they just can't say no to, you know, like uh, maybe a, a close family wedding, yeah. something m- more important than the start of the league season. Would you like to tell the listening audience why it's you back. why you won't be oh, here on Saturday? As well, it's a big point.
2: Uh, I mean, I would love to
1: be here. However,
2: <laughs> I'll be in a football stadium, in a big football stadium at that. I'll be in Tottenham Stadium watching Lady Gaga. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> We've got all the hits here. I'm a big fan of Gaga. Ah well, listen, who isn't? He? Who love, isn't?
1: Love Gaga. I mean, I'm
2: totally jealous. Of I, the seriously, I apologise, guys. I
1: love Lady Gaga. You guys are supposed to be students of the game. You're supposed to be ambassadors yeah. for Scottish football. It's the opening weekend of the league season, and you are going to see Lady <laughs> listen, Gaga, guys. Love, I can
2: only apologise. Had a bit of a scheduling nightmare, and uh, when the season fixtures came out, I thought brilliant. I can't wait to the opening day. And, you know, Callum gave us a heads up. This is mm. when we're on, and you know, brilliant. And I take a back and say, that is oh, out. I think that's out. it. Apologies. No, no, no. Going
3: up for Gaga, I, I wouldn't miss it. That was yeah, fantastic. Yeah, yeah. I'll take him like with you then. Give me a peace and quiet I, I, for the I weekend. Love of great, I, I love I, of great I, singles. I don't
2: think you'd be allowed within a hundred feet of Gaga. Yeah. What, love, <laughs> what's your favourite one then? I, um, I love of all the, I I love the, the singles. Bad Romance, Shallow, Poker
3: Face was one of my best. <laughs> Hold my hand. The best album was probably The Fame. I would probably go down that road. The Fame?
2: <laughs> <That> fame. <laughs> I've got to say, I was driving down the road the other day I I Googled to, that I had to put the, um, put her on um, <laughs> d- d- my music <laughs> and see what hit she had. By the way, she's got on I thought. You're quite happy with that? I, I only I I agree to this her.
1: because I quite like to star as Born, but I don't think she'll sing any songs for that, will she? There is no chance. That a man with your limited pop music knowledge knew all oh. them because do <laughs> you know what? I heard him singing uh, in the, the office. You know, I, I like to do this, I tell you, if he's his yeah. m- misheard song lyrics, yeah. Yeah, but you know, that's uh, what is the song? We, we play it a lot in one. Let's get down to business. That's the, the sort of main line of the song. Uh, Gordon genuinely was singing, Let's get down to, to, to biscuits. <laughs> <laughs> I heard them in the office and I thought, I'm she not going to acknowledge that. And I'm just going to, um, oh, it's is that worse. a Lady Gaga song? No, it's not. Yeah, don't be I silly. Don't even. It's um, I've just had a text message from <laughs> Hugh Keevans which says I have a Lady Gaga album <laughs> <laughs> oh, sweet. there's serious. no way he's got a Lady Gaga album I'm What is well, we'll it? show the on? text message a record player yeah it's on vinyl no way. So he has.
2: That's yeah. a manner
1: that Anyway, I'll report back. Yeah, yeah. I, I'll, I'll dial in and, and tell you how it goes. <laughs> Please don't. Oh one four one nine five one one zero two five. Ken, at least you'll be north of the border. I'm sure you'll be looking forward to the football this weekend. What's on your mind?
5: I wouldn't be anywhere near a Lady Gaga concert. That is for sure. <laughs> I've got ten. a bit better taste
0: than that. I thought Mark Wilson did as well, but oh my god. <laughs> <But> anyway, <laughs> by the way. Anyway, in the she's going mean, to
1: be Ken. gutted. I, I'm going to go out and I'm here. I don't think she'll be too bothered. Uh, you never know. Uh, she's in the UK. Eighty thousand dafties like you packing out uh. the Tottenham Stadium. <laughs> I don't think she'll mind that Kenan Lang's not <laughs> a fan. <Ken's> an <laughs> liar, like, <laughs> enough for what it's worth. <laughs> she'll not be Clyde again. But... Uh, anyway, um, Ken, what about your team? You're a Celtic fan. What, what are you thinking about this weekend?
5: Well, I'm, 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 I think we we'll must be okay to the three points, but. And I don't think, like, uh, Aaron Moore, I don't think he'll start. The Bernabeu guy, he may start in the, in the, the left back. Uh, I think the rest of the team kind of picks itself with Kyogo, and Abaddon, etc., you know. But I'd be happy to have a... If Aberdeen a lot stronger this season, I think last season was one of the worst seasons Aberdeen's had for quite a while. Um, but... As well as the strong Rangers We do need a strong Aberdeen A strong Hearts, A strong Hibs And a strong Dundee United Just to to put pressure on The the players to perform And then when it comes to Europe They're more up to it And hopefully we'll do better In Europe this season as well So I'm looking forward To the Champions League draw as well You know But
1: um... Would that be the obvious difference Between Glasgow's Big 2 This weekend Gordon And look There are obvious reasons for this Celtic haven't lost First team players Rangers have There are different things that that have changed But I feel like there's a greater expectation Of seeing new Rangers faces this weekend Than there is new Celtic faces That's not to say the Celtic fans Don't want to look at them But you wouldn't be surprised if it was you know, just the team that finished last season, roughly, that, um, well, minus Tom Rogic, that, that starts this weekend, would you? you? Wouldn't be surprised at that? Yeah, I
3: don't think you'll see a, a, a lot of great changes. You'll probably um, see as the season goes on, Gordon, as games go on the first month, the new players getting introduced. Uh, I think the manager uh, probably will certain sitting on his. He's first eleven. I think his 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 biggest problem is in the middle of park. Because if you look at um, the the form uh, pre season, for instance, Turnbull, who has been terrific, but everyone's on this phone uh, the other night. They're talking about Hatati. Uh, his performance at the weekend um, it could be a massive season for him. The captain McGregor will certainly play in the middle of park. Yeah, I think I think there'll be a lot of tried and trusted out there. on Saturday against Aberdeen. I feel it's healthy to put on a performance against Aberdeen. I I, I think for Jim, uh, who's rebuilding up there and he's brought in some good players. Um he's he's had a good start with the League Cup campaign. Um I think that's that's probably the worst uh, game that you could pick to go to Celtic Park in the opening day of the season. But um I think packed house here, I think with the Cel- the way Celtic have been about the pre season, guys that you know, like Jota, for instance, we, Mark and I have both put him down as our player of year, you know, such an entertainer. I just see Celtic
1: winning that one very comfortably. Who's an entertainer, sorry? Jotter. I thought you were still on about That's why I'm going. <laughs> I don't fancy our chances Of playing left midfield I must admit um, Yeah Mark Is that Again Is that the The main sort of Priority for Celtic Fans Probably looking at Who's going to be Even better than they were Last yeah. season And Maybe I'm wording this Clumsily I'm not saying you Disregard new signings I'm sure we'll see them Lots of times mm-hmm. Um but the, the, there was a successful team there That stayed together over the summer
2: Yeah, I think so I think, we'll always refer, or I always refer anyway Back to the guys in January who came in And did so well for the remaining months of the season I think it's only natural for Celtic fans to look at that And go, well, sh- surely they must get even better If they're that good, none on the city The country, the culture The the football style really But can go into the games right away And make such an impact Then surely when it comes to pre-season They'll, they'll be even better so you know guys like Kitati who in pre-seasons look very very good Kyogo you'd expect to be fresh He had those niggling injuries at the end of the, the season Maeda will he be a first pick off a side well he always seemed to be a first pick uh, in any game you know from from when he signed to the end of the season whether that was through the middle or off a side and then you've got guys like Abada so young came in scored so many goals so many assists is he going to be even better will he start so, Ange who has got, you know. Jackie Marcus, you're Jackie looking at. Jackie as well. I,
3: I missed out guys like O'Reilly. It shows you the, the strength and depth that, that Celtic have got of the guys that have been there. Um, and then they've added, obviously, to the squad. I, I totally agree with you, Mark. I think uh, Celtic's starting lineup on Saturday will be very interesting indeed, but it will be probably most of the guys that obviously won them the league in I, the, the
2: league. I Cup. think a big one that Celtic fans gonna want, you don't often say it is a full back position, left back in particular. I mean Greg Taylor, I'm a fan of Greg Taylor. Uh, I, I like the way he plays, but when you sign competition and somebody that the fans got excited about when they came and Bernabeu then I think a lot of them Will go along Expecting him to
1: maybe start So that'll be an interesting one Ken we're running out of time Before you know We can't ask this question Because soon We'll get very knee-jerk About what's happened We'll get carried away With good results We'll get carried away With bad results So before a ball Has been kicked How, how confident are you that, that Celtic retain that title?
5: Oh I'm confident I'll get the it treble It's very confident
1: Then mm, isn't it?
3: Yeah yeah Very confident indeed Um <laughs> Look, I'm, I'm sure that Rangers fans are saying they'll get the travel. That's what's so exciting about it. Celtic have certainly got a very exciting squad Gordon on their game they're very very good to watch, there's great pace energy, you know the way the manager wants them to play, I think like Mark said there, I think these guys that have been in the building now for a season or even the new ones coming in in January, they'll just benefit from knowing the club, knowing what's expected, good pre-season as I said, Hattati was sort of a tyre near the end of the, the, the campaign because of so many games but apparently with that little bit of rest back to a a pre-season under his belt everybody's talking about how good he was as I say Turnbull terrific talent Scottish boy love to see him getting more games I think he's got so much to offer up front bags of pace bags of goals Listen, can't ask for any more
1: A lot can change in 12 months Mark Wilson, the Celtic predictions this time last year We won't win the league But hopefully we'll get a bit closer Now it's, we'll win the treble
2: Yeah, well, the the fans are every right Because they've seen the product That Ange Postacoglu managed to serve up With, I mean, a skeleton squad when he came in I mean, we spoke about it so much How well he's done So, Celtic fans are every right to, To think they can go one better than they did last season Remember how close they were you know, only beaten by Rangers in the semi-final, I probably then adding to I know they had to win the final, but, um, it's possible, but it's also possible that it doesn't happen, an awful lot has to happen, you know, for you to win a treble, got to be exceptionally good, and I think they lost sight of that when Celtic were winning them consistently, But it's a hard task To win a travel
1: Ken thank you 01419511025 We've just had Lady Gaga's agent On the phone She's furious uh, With your negative review uh, Of her latest work But I'm sure we'll get by Pick up the phone It's a great time to call Actually because You could be up right After this travel 01419511025 This
0: Scottish football's league leader Clyde One Super Scoreboard
1: Mark Wilson and Gordon DL are here it's 01419511025 or it's Twitter at Clyde SSB as we build up to the new league season here in Scotland which is not far away at all it is a big night in the Europa Conference League second qualifying round though Sligo against Motherwell, 1-0 to the Irish side on aggregate can Motherwell overturn that tonight? Are there any Motherwell fans who've not made the journey? Who are just listening at home and want to share their thoughts? Please do. And even better, although a challenge, have you made your way over but you've taken it easy on the Guinness and you want to get in touch and let us know what the trip's like? Pick up the phone and please do so. Paul is a Celtic fan in Renfrew. What's on your mind, Paul? i got a bit of the
7: fixtures. Mm-hmm. Right? This, you keep
1: harping
7: on about the cotton razor, Right The cotton razor Is it not supposed to be it, but the champions
1: It may well be So you're, you're annoyed <laughs> That, that Celtic I aren't be. playing On Saturday of,
7: of course Of course I mean you, you Why is the team That didn't win the league Playing On the cotton razor?
1: Well, I mean, it's it's flag day, but they, they don't always play first, do they? Champions aren't don't always think so. necessarily first. No, I think it's oh, uh, much to do with TV scheduling well, and well, stuff, well, is
7: well, it? Well, well, put it like last year, Rangers, who won the championship, we were, we were playing Saturday, we were playing Saturday night after
1: Right, but there will be other examples of when that's not the case, won't there? I mean, off the top of my head, I must admit I'm struggling, but there will be.
7: Well,
1: I, I don't think so. I, I think always when the team wins a league, they are the team that plays. No, I don't no, think so. I mean, for instance, uh, bear with me on this, the season before, Rangers went to Pittaudry. Was that the first game? Yep. Yeah, that that's right. Rangers Brian, went Ryan Kent scored, remember, but that had been yeah, a lunchtime on the Saturday. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And yeah. I assume that was on the back of Celtic winning the league the mm-hmm. season before. <laughs> so, 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 so that's
7: what I mean. There, there again, we're no playing first.
1: But hold on a minute. At two seconds ago, your argument was that the team that wins the league should play first. But now your argument's to just quite simply turned into Celtic should always play first. Oh, no! If
7: they, if, they, if they win the league, the league champions should should, should always play
1: first. But I've just said, and but like someone can correct me. But based on what I can remember, Celtic won the title in the nineteen twenty season, and the first game of the following season, Rangers played. It's not always you know it's not always the champions that the play first.
2: Well, it should be. Why? I don't know why it would. I don't know why, yeah, it, would, don't be know be why be it would make done a, done a done difference, done. Paul. To be honest, <laughs> really.
7: It just is a cotton razor,
1: right? You know what I mean. So, so why, 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 why is the champions not n- not, not playing? You not know, in the cotton razor. Well, I mean, look, there's a lot. It's got stumped here. I think. We're, yeah, but I don't have a specific reason. You other should than have the answer, here, th- Gordon. Th- th- TV schedule, Gordon. It's worth bearing in mind as well that usually. So the the slot Celtic have this week is 4:30 on Sunday. That's mm. usually Sky's Super Sunday game. If you like, that's usually your Man United yeah. against Liverpool or whatever. Um, but the English Premier League hasn't started. Celtic have got that slot. So I don't know. Can you spin it another way and say that that's that's that's, that's the prime time weekend slot for Sky TV and it's Celtic that have got it, whereas Rangers are midday on the Saturday. I, There are certain things I never knew that mattered that much, but there we go. Yeah, it
3: obviously matters to Paul. Look, look, we don't know the answers, only Sky is dictated by TV. But let me say, I can understand Paul's argument, I can. And I know where he's coming from, but unfortunately we don't know.
1: No, no, hold on, what what do you mean? (laughs) I've said you understand, tell us about it. Tell us about it, don't say you don't know.
3: Because I think there'll be a lot of Celtic supporters out there with the same mindset as Paul, thinking... We won the league, so we should open the season on Sky against Aberdeen at Celtic Park instead of Sunday. Get my draft. So I understand that, but I can't answer, Paul. I don't
2: know. I've got no opinion on it at all.
1: Just don't care. Well, don't well, really care. Well, uh, when it, even if it was a player, unfortunately, when care, unfortunately,
3: unfortunately, you're paid for an opinion. I don't know <laughs> if that, you've seen your job title <laughs> when you were signing your massive contract tonight. <laughs> I don't know.
2: I just never thought it'd be a point that people would be annoyed well, listen, at. But that's to my left. He, Dan yeah, Paul. he's agreeing. And
1: maybe ah. someone else is... Yeah, you know, I'm um, not
3: agreeing. I'm saying I can, I can understand that Paul will not be the only Celtic supporter who believes that the opening game this season, because Celtic won the league last but year,
2: is that happening
3: in any other league Does that happen
2: down south? Don't argue with me. I mean, obviously I'm the
1: champions in. would generally play at home to, to unfurl the flag. Yeah, we know yeah. that. That's what Celtic are. So, Paul, given the choice, would you rather? Would you rather play at twelve o'clock lunchtime on Saturday then?
7: Of course. Yeah. Of course, of course. I mean, but, I mean, it's affecting a lot of people that come to watch Celtics, You know where they're from, right? Getting back in a Sunday night, you no, know, at that time.
2: What if they a across, the no, <laughs> <laughs> across the road? be early.
1: in time for their Sunday dinner. There <laughs> we go. I mean, there's always, I think there's a few things to take into account here because I mean re, let's go into next midweek as well. Are Rangers not playing Rangers are playing European qualifier next midweek? Mm-hmm, yeah. Mm-hmm. And is it Tuesday? Yep. So they are not only play Sunday, Sunday Tuesday, are they? Yeah. There that's, we go. Paul, there's point. another reason. Is that not doing it for you? No, <laughs> no <I will. laughs> Fair play, Paul. No, no. He's don't not back down, yet. double down, as they say. Um, I don't, I don't know how to take that much further. I must admit. No, sure. I, I think you made a
2: good point there, right? Because if Paul wants to look at it prime time, you're right. I mean, Sky Sports, you know, schedule all this and they look at the big games and what will get the biggest audience probably and what's on at that time. And if they, they can put mm-hmm. Celtic versus Aberdeen on, they have got to get a huge
1: audience for that. And of course, you know, they don't show many games at home for Celtic or Rangers, mm-hmm. but Flag Day generally is one of it's them a that, show, yeah. that they would do. <sighs> Are we talk about Lady Gaga
3: or something yeah yeah. I, I think we're both struggling now to, to come up with the answer for that but hold that. on you were batting Paul there no no I, I can understand where he Paul's coming from he forgot the Rangers from. were
1: playing Tuesday didn't he he did die. no 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 you need to do your research
3: I like, I like the 4th thirty. Yeah, prime time did you not see your I, job
1: title when I, you signed your contract
3: Yeah, <laughs> I, I thought the 4th thirty <laughs> prime time Sunday was excellent I thought I was a bit of uh, great detective work for me but I understand that Paul will not be the only Celtic fan that believes that the first game
2: should be Celtic <laughs> What does it, make? it doesn't make any difference to me I'm talking about Paul <laughs> well, I'm, 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 just, I'm, I'm talking, talking about, about Paul team yeah. Aberdeen They're alphabetically yeah, well, yeah, well, This
1: no, the <laughs> the <laughs> the <show laughs> <quite> is getting silly <alphabetically. laughs> show is always silly But it's getting even worse uh, uh, I must admit uh, We are on Twitter as well At Clyde SSB If you would like to get involved over there We'd love to have you uh, Hoggy Boy says Easy win for okay. Celtic on Sunday Because Aberdeen will be without their best player in Liam Scales hmm. Of course they will Yeah, uh, no yeah He's more. a big
3: player for them I watched mm-hmm. him in pre-season He's settled in there excellent
1: On the dodgy he's box
3: g- g- No, no, no I don't want you to bring that up, Gordon um, But he's playing very well He'll be a miss He'll be a miss um, Jim
2: thinks very highly of him I think that's a good sign And I think he'll do very well up there I think, honestly think that the both games Celtic and Rangers are playing They could look through that table And ask for easier games I know you said you'd think Celtic might win comfortably you could be right but I don't think Aberdeen will be anywhere near as bad as they were last year
1: not got a great d- record at Celtic Park will do they? no really no I think but I was in probably like the last game you, that they won say, was that in say, the last
2: game of the season where you said 20 maybe won minutes won ago it. you think Celtic will be better than last season yeah and they will but right. it'll not be an easy game and I would say the same for Rangers they could have picked another <laughs> another nine teams that they would probably have faced than they'll live in the open day so I don't think well, it's straightforward again, though,
1: for, Funny that because although Livi always goes down as that tough place to go, Rangers' record there's really good. Yeah, right. it's Celtic that have struggled there in recent seasons. No,
2: no, no, because oh. I heard Marvin last night saying dry surface. He, he laughed and he joke that it oh, won't he be water. That it's something that you can control. The surface, whether it makes a difference or not, this um. time, run. But Rangers have been good. Yeah. yeah Yeah they've been But they've decent. got new players fact, was that not
1: Giovanni Van Bronckhorst's
2: First league game, uh, game Yeah game. But they've <laughs> got new players Gordon who may have Not played in this surface May not have experienced
1: it Tell you what Things have taken a Actually really sinister turn I, I, I don't know about Going down this route On a family show But We'll give it a go anyway We've already had some Abuse Of Lady Gaga <laughs> On the show Oh no <laughs> oh, Come on Give a Who's rest. next Westlife forgetting getting it Why? Do you know what? where Westlife are from? All of them Sligo. Sligo Sligo and they've got a mural aren't they so, so I don't know if this is true but the Sligo Way podcast has tweeted to say that Motherwell fans have unfurled a flag with the words Westlife Ah, oh, I went, to, know, see, I went to see Westlife you know in concert I, I, brilliant I, I've, I've seen him oh, in brilliant. numerous times. remember him in, in Kilmarnock that striker Colin Nish remember yeah, him
3: yeah see on that just quickly he's got a haircut do you not think he looks like Mark out with Westlife the
2: the big face what one's Mark right you don't know anything about anything how (laughs) would you know what Mark at
1: Westlife looks like because I googled in the (laughs) studio so he's gone from Sam from Ozark to Mark from Westlife honestly he looks a bit I think you're doing Mark from Westlife a huge disservice there
2: (laughs) (laughs) you're doing him a disservice
1: It's I no think you look a little bit like him. Uh, no, you nah. was. I tell you what, he no, was no, a mass no, no, singer. No.
2: He won the mass singer. Did he know? I
1: have no idea. Right, honestly, <laughs> what is happening in here? <laughs> anyway, anyway that, like that, way, sorry, thank way. you to Paul for the last call. That was interesting. We've got time already for us to play this. Beat the pundit with the Scottish Sun
0: for the best Football news
5: and opinion online. The UK slash
1: football. Right, it's beat the pundit time. We had our first victory for the listeners last night. No, who got, who lost? John and Parkhead beat Simon Donnelly. <laughs> That's why he should have picked you for his breaking uh, assistant all those years ago. Do you know I'm so happy that one of the boys had to lose before Mark and I tonight, but, but it, I'm a hundred percent. It just shows you though how one season to the next you never know Simon was best of the rest last year. It was Roger and Andy, uh-huh. obviously at the top. Simon was third awesome last year. He was best of the rest. Oh, well, he's got off, to a, bad and he's start, got off to a bad start. So let's see what yeah. Gordon and Mark can do tonight. 01419511025. Your chance to beat the pundit is next.
0: Tackle the headlines. 01419511025. Clyde One Super Scoreboard.
1: Mark Wilson and Gordon DL are here. It's 01419511025. And it's Twitter at Clyde S. S-B. So get your thoughts in We've been hearing from Giovanni Van Bronckhurst Believes Rangers can be more flexible this season uh, With all the new signings What do you make of that? Rangers fans uh, We've been looking ahead of course To Celtic Aberdeen Which is half four on Sunday Remember That's caused quite a bit of uh, debate In the studio And Motherwell Against Sligo Rovers Less than 45 minutes away So get all your calls in please 01419511025 And we'll play this first
0: the Pundit with the Scottish Sun For the best football news and opinion online thescottishsun.co.uk
1: slash football Right, Pete the Pundit time The Pundit's made light work of it at the start of the week Roger Hannah, Gordon Diel getting off to a winning start and then Simon Donnelly blew it last night we've already had a victory for the listeners Can you make it two in a row Stephen and Bishop Briggs? I hope so, aye, hopefully mm. Because You right certainly oh, did, he, did You certainly did because, Well, what oh. are the chances? I'm going to get Black Arthur to dig a bit deeper mm. You can't have won many two or three in a row last season Yeah, I did You can't Yeah, uh, I had my moments Not many times, I don't think But anyway A winner
3: is a dreamer that never gives up Gordon, I always remember that quote
1: <laughs> Excuse me
3: <laughs> <laughs>
1: Run that past me again
3: A winner is a dreamer that never gives up <laughs> is that a Lady Gaga song? No, that's a quote from
2: me. So, <laughs>
3: is it who right? said that? producer was uh, google that because
2: there was no chance <laughs> and he's standing his. you just can't see him in this eh? he's standing like a cowboy with his thumbs in his waistband <laughs> saying it like he, some sort of John Wayne so what's even <laughs> weirder about that it? It,
1: I've never seen anyone put the thumbs in the waistband of their trackies before yeah, I'm no <laughs> the P.E. your honestly what I'm
2: saying that is a winner is a dreamer
1: that never gives up never gives up yeah Nah, anyway. <laughs> Top tosser producer Callum, <laughs> could you do the coin for us? Tell us who it's gonna be. Heads, it's Mark, Tails, it's Gordon. And it is heads, it's your turn, oh. Mark. When there's a dreamer that uh, never, never gives up, gives up. you Got remember that. To it. take on Stephen and okay. Bishop Briggs. So what we'll do is we'll give Mark some Clay two to listen to so that he can't uh, hear what's going on. Thirty no. seconds. He's shaking his head I see
2: I'm I'm fair.
1: Are you honest? I'm can fair. you still hear me? Yeah. He, he, what'd you say? Yes, I can, dear. Yes, <laughs> that was very funny. Uh, the top tosser took his eye off the ball. There, he's too busy with the coin toss. But we're here. We're fine. Um, and luckily now, Mark cannot hear us. Um, now also, I, I'm really torn here. Do I throw producer Callum under the bus or not? No. Oh, Why, because Motherwell against Sligo is already underway. It's just that that massive poster in front of my eyes says that it's a it's a 7:45 uh, kickoff and it's already one nil to Sligo oh well, Mark Wilson can't hear us I'm
0: let's bring
1: him back can you tell me now it's already 1-0 to Sligo just in case it's it comes on the same question. it's a 7 o'clock kickoff. it's 1-0 to Sligo yeah. ignore the big poster on the wall right? just ignore that big poster on the wall mm. um, and Sligo <laughs> hold on you being serious I'm deadly serious yeah, yeah. yeah. 6 it minutes it. in and after 4 minutes Motherwell are 2-0 down
3: on aggregate, that's <laughs> then done, laugh. Gordon, is it not? <laughs> that's terrible, Gordon. That's, that, no, that's a start, a is that? I think I, I told you it's going to be a difficult, difficult game for them over there. But look, they're still playing a time, so they need to get mm, a goal very quickly. Sure. But that sure. is not a good start to what well, you were looking to go over there and probably, you know, cement that result and get yourself into the next round. And But I'll be like beat the pundit I think that uh, the lad on this Stephen's still there I still there sorry Stephen uh, we, got, we got distracted
1: let's give Mark some play too we'll crack on with this then we'll get back to Mullerwell's impending disaster uh, very soon uh, right so Stephen 30 seconds answer as many as you can and pass if you don't know alright yeah all good right let's go 30 seconds on the clock and your time starts now which current Celtic players has got more Scotland caps Callum McGregor or James Forrest McGregor. Which English Premiership team did Brian Laudrup join after leaving Rangers? Uh, pass. Who did Hibbs name as their new club captain today? David Marshall. Name any Dutch player currently in the Scottish top flight. Uh, Van Veen. Which former Celtic striker signed for Watford this summer? Uh, uh, pass. Which country are Rangers' upcoming Champions League qualifying opponents from? And which stadium did them play their home games? East End Park. You're up against it. Yeah. No, you no. are up against it. No, okay. That, that's the easiest um, question I've ever heard think think the so? pundit. The mother will of beat the pundit up against it. Right? Ready? Yeah. Okay. 30 seconds on <clears> the clock. Mark <clears throat> Wilson, your time starts. Once I turn the paper over, your time starts now. Which current Celtic players got more Scotland caps, Callum McGregor or James Forrest? Callum McGregor. Which English Premiership team did Brian Loudrup join after leaving Rangers? <laughs> Which? Who did Hibbs name as their new club captain today? Uh, pass Name any Dutch player Currently in the Scottish Top flight Van Veen Which former Celtic striker Signed for Watford This summer Oh pass Which country are Rangers Who? Upcoming Champions League Qualifier opponents from um, Belgium In which stadium Do Dunfermline play Their home games East End Park Name any of the Previous three Permanent St Mirren Managers before Stephen Robinson Quidley uh, Orin Kearney Think he's done enough Stephen no I think he's done me right then. oh he finished oh. strong he did finish strong which Celtic players got more Scotland caps McGregor or Forrest yes. it's McGregor he's got 12 more 46 oh. to 38 you both got it Brian Laudrup went to Chelsea yes Mark Wilson yes. goes one in front oh. David Marshall David is Marshall. the new Hibs captain oh is he oh equaliser oh, do you both went Kevin Van Veen none of you could remember that Bio Bio has signed for Watford has he really he yeah. has indeed I didn't remember it I didn't know it uh, Belgium Is Rangers Champions League opponents The country that they're from East End Park It's a good game This We're level And name any of the previous three Permanents and managers Before Stephen Robinson Jim Goodwin Orin Kearney Mm. Or Alan Stubbs and Stephen didn't get that. Oh, Good nighty phone
2: no, in, is it, Stephen? Stephen.
1: Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs>
6: hey,
2: trying a Wednesday <laughs> or a Friday?
1: In fact, try, try, try the weekend, Stephen. Oh. I must admit, no, no, I'm not. I'm not letting them do that to you. There are not many players who lose with a five. That, that is not bad at, they, at all
3: they were easy questions but come on Stephen Chelsea David Marshall he got David Marshall it was Mark didn't. Well, didn't was it? that didn't what was it well done than <laughs> that Stephen, <laughs> and Stephen
1: ah. I, I think a 5 is good going but you've been beaten by the better man hard lines Cheers, good no man lucky, Stephen all Stephen right. and Bishop Briggs. well played mate yeah. well played uh, that was a good effort
3: there's, there's nothing better than a Thursday night when the, they come on and say ah oh, it's a good night to phone in well,
2: well keep dreaming Stephen yeah. keep
3: dreaming because if you keep dreaming yeah. what do you become the winner is a dreamer who never gives up Stephen Nelson Mandela
8: Is <laughs> 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 no no, it? What do you mean is it?
1: what is it? Oh it's Oh behave yourself right you're, you're, not, you're actually going to try and pretend No Where way would You I've haven't heard that, that before Never Up Where would I get that one from? Well I must admit I didn't have you down as a keen follower of Nelson Mandela's works sure right, But you've obviously heard it somewhere <laughs> No
2: uh, just came to me Spur of the moment <laughs> Say <laughs> right, um, hold on! If things just come to him, he couldn't remember Callum's second name the other day. I
1: know, exactly. and he's saying this just right. came to him. On a more serious note, ignoring the poster that's on the wall because it was a seven o'clock kickoff, obviously, and we've changed the channel appropriately. Sligo mm-hmm. one motherwell nil two nil on aggregate. That that is a disaster, Gordon. That is an absolutely disastrous start. I don't know why you always do all this. There's plenty of time left. What have you seen from this Motherwell team Over one leg and a bit To suggest that they can now score three times In the next 80 minutes
3: Honestly uh, The first game I've seen nothing very poor I'll tell you Right and I know this sounds Maybe Very quickly If he gets beat tonight I'm telling you now He'll come under pressure there's no doubt I th- I, there's already Motherwell fans out there not having Graeme Alexander and the, the argument for the the guys that are all for him is you know look at we finishing the top six yes the record from
1: January up but it's I don't uh, think there l- are many people now to be honest who
3: I, I just, see my big problem Van Veen signing was, was was terrific news because I think he's one of our better players, of course he is and you need players like him but for him to score goals, you need people round about him I, I think the transfer market's not been good I really, Gordon it's early doors but you cannot come up against LIGO rovers and we did see at the beginning of the, the programme, there's not what you call easy games now but you're knocking over a pitch here I've been at that pitch uh, two years ago and the pitch is brilliant it's absolutely brilliant it's a lovely state there's no excuses Fur park last Thursday was immaculate brilliant uh, surface as well Motherwell will come under a bit of pressure because look at the crowd there's a lot of Motherwell fans made that journey spent a lot of hard earned cash they're not di- they're not divine right to go and win of course they're not you've got to earn the right to uh, get through to the next round but if they get beat tonight I'm sure tomorrow night you will get calls
1: and Graham Alexander, no doubt. Yeah, it was one change I think from the first leg. Mark Liam Kelly continued in goal. Um, the only change that you can see straight away Ross Tierney, who came on. He comes into the team and Conor Sheehan dropped out. So everyone else, you know, Lamy and Mugabe, uh there at centre back, Carroll and McGinn at right back. Again, if you want to dig a bit deeper, your club captain Stephen O'Donnell still n- not playing. He's still on the bench. Maybe a story for a different day. Uh, Maguire sp- Spittle Slattery Midfield Van Wien, um And Morris and-, and Tierney As a more attacking trio hmm. I think
2: if you're A Motherwell fan That you two are I-, I mean I would presume That you would be happy enough With that starting 11 Maybe Stephen Adorno Could
8: yeah, probably, be a question
2: yeah, mark McGinn's a decent player As uh, well isn't he Yeah yeah Very good um, but they're obviously not showing up. We are just chatting about the, the managers getting into the first league game of the season, knowing their strongest team and putting faith in their strongest team. Well,
1: I think there's the flag up. up yeah. yeah, Mother will yeah. have the ball in the back of the net. It's Ricky Lamy, and the flag goes up, though. He what, can't believe it. What I was going to say, if Graeme
2: Alexander has looked at this side throughout pre-season training and thought, this is my strongest side, and you've got to think, Wait, with the exception of one change, he does think this is his strongest side, then... I think he needs to go back to the drawing board because Daz is right. If he loses this game, if you lose to Sligo over two legs, of course, that does not look good. Paired with the back half of that season where Motherwell fans were putting some
1: pressure on his shoulders as it was. Um, I remember the earlier caller talking about, you know, do our teams need to do more? And of course, there are some times, you know, you're up against decent European sides and so on. Just for some, a little bit of perspective. Three and a bit years ago Motherwell's Mm -hmm. Under-20s team Beat Sligo's first team In the Challenge Cup Because remember we invited The Welsh and Irish teams So in 2018 Motherwell Colts Motherwell's under-20s Beat Sligo 2-0 I think Sligo are fifth In the Irish League Um, Aidan Keena Who scored the goal last week Who was A bit of a standout For Sligo up front uh, Has played for Queen's Park And for Falkirk So it, It is quite easy to to draw certain comparisons and none of them offer any mitigation to Motherwell whatsoever. Well, I think you get away with it once. It's a one-off. If you get beat 1-0
2: at home last week, OK, can happen. First game, caught cold, all the excuses under the sun. If you go away and then you're 1-0 down after 14 minutes, then alarm bells are ringing because it shouldn't happen. You know, I, I, I came in here tonight firmly believing Motherwell would go and probably win this at a wee bit of a canter It's obviously not the case And when we're watching it here It's a fairly balanced game At the minute And Sligo 1-Up You don't You know Motherwell Not well, at no, the door Well that was
1: the other no, side up that, up was right. the, that was the other side of it Last week Gordon Because Graham Alexander Was quite defiant In post-match Saying that Motherwell Quite just simply Didn't get what they deserved That's all it was They deserved to win the game And they, You know they didn't Get the breaks or whatever Or didn't convert chances a lot of Motherwell fans who were at that game Didn't, didn't agree with that Didn't feel that it was a, a good performance I was one I was one I thought Motherwell
3: were very very poor last week And take nothing away from Sligo Came with a game plan In fact there was a, a, a chance at the end Gordon Where it could have been worse for Motherwell And you're thinking Okay 1-0 You can take that I, I, I totally agree Sometimes the managers got to come out there And try and build up And Try and sugarcoat it a little bit. Uh, he was very confident to get into this game tonight. Um, I think the problem with Motherwell is not just tonight, and um,
1: as a book in there, that's a really heavy, very target. very heavy yeah. challenge. Yeah, yeah. on yeah. Uh, on the Motherwell player who's in a fair bit of pain. Is it Morris? I think the summer signing. Yes, it was a it was um, it was a heavy heavy one it's a booking referee says booking um, there's not a lot of sympathy out there I mean Van Soonis says my thoughts are with Gordon Duncan at this difficult time the big blue bear says Rangers have had a few embarrassing ones and I remember <laughs> that feeling fair play to you for being on national radio that's with a, it a, a that should have been a red card i tell you off. what yeah, it's the referee's fault good wow. right, we've we'll yeah. got someone else to blame uh, you
2: don't <laughs> see tackles like that that often these days I mean that's a proper heart back to the 80s that one there Yeah, that, that's, the a sh- that's, a, that's
3: a red card Mark uh, I don't know how he's got away with that and I'm not been batting it first the Scottish, but I think the problems with Motherwell has begun since January at Gordon. Yeah, we can see top six in the last kick of the well. Was it was a header, Lamy, uh, Livingston uh, got them into top six from January upwards. Preseason as well has not been the greatest, um, and obviously you're looking to get off to a good start. Sligo, you then your first league game on Sunday. As a way to your mm. old manager who, who is under a little bit of pressure and struggling. So, if you do go to St. Myrne and lose that one, I, I think you're in trouble. I Keith, think the
2: signings as well. With Keith Lasley in the boardroom, yeah, exactly. Exactly. it's all going to sting even more. Yeah, yeah. The yeah. signings for me, McGinn's a good player, Spittle, good player. Don't know much about the other lad, but they really excite the Motherwell fans. I think in years gone by, Muller will have been particularly good at that. You know, going down south, getting relative unknowns, but something that the fans don't really know. And they see them pre season, you know, and they go, wow, this is a real find. Even look at Van Veen, he looked a real find right away. I'm not sure the signings have really inspired the fans as Touching well. Touching on the signings, I know what
3: you're saying about McGinn but I, I think that Stephen O'Donnell can go and play in the right back position or the right wing back position all day long, every day of the week. So he obviously. Doesn't fancy him. I I would have been looking for more creative players in the middle of the park. Maybe some more white players that's got to give you mm. a pace, give you a different. I think his signings so far, and I know it's early, it is early, and it's still we're not we're only eighteen minutes in the clock, but under a lot bit of pressure, his signing has been
1: poor so far for me. No, I I think those particularly. Paul McGinn and Blair Spittle because everyone knows them here they're, they're perfectly adequate players they're, they're decent I think it's more the number of them if you look at the, there's three signings there and whether these guys that I'm about to rhyme off were any good or not is a different debate but I'm talking about the number of them your options so Liam Donnelly played a lot of games for mm. Motherwell gone Mark O'Hara played a lot of games for mm. Motherwell gone Jordan Roberts Kane Woolery Liam Grimshaw and then you dig even to the Justin loser, and, and Liam Shaw who didn't get too much game time last season whether it's good or not That's Maybe six, seven or eight Players gone And three brought in So I think that's more The issue rather than Yeah but,
3: but my argument With the, the McGinn one is I don't was think Was a priority Priority position I think when you lose Those players so there are a lot it, of good There's obviously players. more
1: To that though not there I mean <laughs> I think we, we, Alexander doesn't, doesn't Fancy Stephen O'Donnell With robertson
2: Woolley. Top end of the pitch Match winners Look at the impact they had Remember at Ibrox When they come on And just Guys that can change a game Now if you're letting them go and you're replacing them with McGinn and Spittle and I'm not having a go at them, you're right, Gordon. They're good players, but are they match winners? Are they going to make the difference? No, they're not. And I think if you're a Motherwell fan, you're seeing that. Then you're you're thinking, what are we really preparing for this season? What is the backup plan if Van Veen isn't firing on all cylinders, or if he's injured, or if he's suspended? Who have we got that can fill that void? I don't think there is an awful lot.
1: There. Again, like well, if this ends this way, that there, there is going to be no excuse. But in fairness, it's an ab- it's an absolute wonder strike. So you just you sometimes need to get these little breaks in the sense that you get into the second leg. You drink, right, we've got ninety minutes here to get ourselves back on track, and four minutes in, the Sligo player hits one from thirty-five yards into the top corner from a free kick. Mm-hmm. You, you can kind of understand why. Graham Alexander might feel a, a bit hard done by in that regard um, not hard done by but you know what I mean sometimes uh, when things are going against you they're going yeah, against but the you the
3: argument against that is you shouldn't really be in the position to start with you had the opening leg at Fir Park in front of a terrific crowd on a pitch that you, you know was like a bowling green um, you should begin over there and if a guy hits it for 30 yards into the back of the net you still should be comfortable that's my argument to this. I don't think you should be in that position that somebody hits no, the once, once you 30 and
1: puts you under pressure. But, but once you are, and you feel like everything's sort of heading in the, the one direction.
3: Yeah, I, I, look, I, I still... I'm optimistic here. I still think that Mother will have got a, a chance if they can create something for Van Veen, but balls like that will certainly not help their cause.
0: Clyde Wannes. Super Scoreboard's Team of the Week with Clyde Built Home Improvements.
1: Yes, Team of the Week, a brand new feature to Clyde 1 Super Scoreboard for this forthcoming season. Every Monday, one of our pundits will select their Team of the Week from the Scottish Premiership Weekends Games and you can check out who's made the team along with the formation on the Clyde 1 Super Scoreboard Twitter every Monday at Clyde SSB. Now, it's thanks to Clyde Built Home Improvements. We're also giving you the chance to win a current or retro football kit of your choice. So head over to Clyde1.com right now Have a look at that for your chance to enter And remember to keep an eye out on that Twitter feed At Clyde SSB on Monday To see the first team of the week It's not going well for Motherwell 2-0 down on aggregate We'll give you the very latest And take more calls next
0: Taking your calls on Scottish football 0141 951 1025 This is Clyde1 Super Scoreboard
1: Still Sligo 1, Motherwell nil, 2-0 on aggregate, 25 minutes gone, so still a fair chunk of this game left, um, but Motherwell on course for one of those embarrassing European results you would have to say, and um, it doesn't really look like changing any time soon. We're going to speak to Michael who's on the line in just a second, but let me quickly... Give you tonight's teaser Now it's thank you to Jerry, Who sent it in And he sent it over To that usual email address So fulltime At Clyde1.com If you want to hear Your question Used on the show And you want to hear The pundits struggle With your answers That's the address Fulltime At Clyde1.com Can you name Very topical 10 players Since 2004 That have played For both Celtic And Aberdeen Now it does not Include Recent loans so it's permanent players Since 2004 10 players have played For both Celtic And Aberdeen Johnny Hayes Johnny Hayes Yes Paul
2: yeah. Hartley Paul
1: Hartley Was Paul Hartley. Christy Loans Christy Ryan Christy Oh It's a bit early in the season For this Paul Hartley Is not on that list babe. Oh come on He definitely on. should be though. He, he should went be Celtic yeah, yeah. yeah he should be We'll stick him on, on the list yeah. Yeah, we'll If the Jerry's list. getting that wrong then I know well, the, the rest scat- of the, the question Could J- be <laughs> interesting It's Christy <laughs> one no he was alone oh
3: he's was alone sorry um, who did you say Johnny Hayes, Johnny
1: um, Hayes. Scott Brown yes <laughs> alright we'll Everybody get the rest of that. the answers between now and the end of the show let's bring in Michael who is a Celtic fan what's your point tonight Michael
9: stop crying your heart out to the garden.
6: <laughs> <laughs> Jesus.
9: You can talk the legs of a donkey, can't you? Or maybe
1: two donkeys behind. Jeez, oh man. <laughs> Michael, the steel men are in crisis here. Give us our moment, for goodness sake. I know, I know how it feels. <laughs> 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 Jesus. <laughs> I think today's gonna to be the day. <laughs> I was honest. What a show this has been for music. We've had Lady Gaga, we've had Westlife, we've had Tiesto, we've had Michael giving us a bit of Oasis. <laughs> it's all <laughs> happening. Anyway, Michael, what's your football-related point? Please tell me you have one.
9: You, uh, buddy, it's a uh, hi, Mark, and hi, Gordon. Hi, Michael. Gordon hi, Michael. So basically, what it is is um, I think Celtic have missed a trick. We know I said this a couple of weeks ago, and Gordon was on the show with Andrew, and I said it. He had have missed the trick with Harry Matondo, because he's a cracking player him by anyway. Right? And um Mother's point of view is I think Celtic still need a striker because I still think obviously that I don't still, I don't think they're strong enough still for the um for the Champions League guys, you know. But what I was going to say to you? Uda out for for um, the start of the season mm-hmm. Um, Hingy Jens Has got an injury as well He got a knock in training And um, Who else Starfelt's Still out as well
1: Yeah that's right I mean I suppose there's a two A couple of levels To the Matondo point Mark He, He may well be a very good player And then I can understand why Michael says he wants his team To have signed him But It's not really an area Celtic We're looking to address either Is it I mean you've got Abada who's there You've got James Forrest We know that Ange Postacoglu's not shy in moving Jota to that side if Maeda plays or, or even Maeda over. So um, Yeah,
2: pretty strong in that area Celtic. I don't think that they would even be looking at it. I said that at the start um, in the summer that it wasn't a priority position. I think Jota the best bit of business Celtic might do or transfer window is Jota and Carter Vickers signing again Jota and particular, That said we we've, we've earmarked them as a potential for player of the year because he's so important. Matondo, obviously a different player, bags of pace, but compare him to Abada, it could be the same. Um, and Abada showed in that first season that he, he's got an end product to his pace. Matondo, yet to prove it uh, in Scotland. Do you so think, think that's Chicago the,
3: the end of Celtic signs? then, Matt? You're saying you think that they're quite
2: happy? with? Um, I think they might add maybe one more, but what I don't about? think... Um,
1: well, wow, was another heavy tackle in the... Sligo Motherwell game rest yeah it's a bit fiery this game he's not going for the card this time he's just giving it the old calm down gesture Um, Mm. get another look at that one very quickly Um, Gordon Lewis we're just seeing the reruns of it it was heavy as well wasn't it (laughs) it was a bit heavy Uh, and his shin guards are studs up Michael also feels Celtic are light up front for the Champions League
3: um, I'm a great believer in getting as many centre forwards in as you possibly can. You look at the. What do you mean
1: like like fourteen of them? I mean, no, you've got, got me a line somewhere.
3: No, I, <laughs> I know that people might say, "Well, look at what we've got: cool goal You've got Yakimakis in there. Abada could play through the middle. And so does Maeda. Maeda. Ma- but for me, Gordon, how, would, how, how and where
1: would Celtic fit another striker I, in?
3: Well, if you look at what happened to Rangers throughout the season, with Roof Morellis mm. out. Um, you know, they had eaten out and loaned. So all of a sudden they had to play yeah. a Rebo up top. Yeah, but is so that not... you could get into a situation with a mounty
1: game. But how good, how good your third or fourth choice striker going to well, be then? Because well, that's that's how you're going to recruit a guy that knows he's not going to play in front of, of kiyogo or Jackie Mackis, well, unless do... you're telling me that Celtic will go out and splash money on a striker that's better than those two.
3: What, I, what I'd say was, I, I I wouldn't be surprised if he brought in a striker. As a yes, I'm not still.
1: I was really as well. Actually, so I
3: think. Uh, I think they would have to shift probably him before you, uh, Mark. I'm not saying it's a priority. I'm um, for for no reason. Uh, uh, let, let's be honest about this. I'm not saying they've got to go, in. but if he brought another one in, it would not surprise me right because the amount of games the Champions League League Cup Scottish Cup the league as well Celtic have got an overload of games next season hopefully and then they can go and do what they have to do and hopefully for Scottish football and the Champions League so sometimes you have to cover that base yes there's a great argument to say well is another striker going to come in there and sit and be happy with Keogor and whatever but competition for players you look at the middle of the park now he'll play what three players in there have a look at the amount of mid- midfield players he's got and quality midfield players so you can have the argument how do they keep the midfield
1: players happy because he's got that many good quality players I keep saying about the differences that 12 months make no one's really talking about James McCarthy this summer they were last year at this time what, what, God what's God. happening there yeah. anyone the year two of a four year deal
3: uh-huh. Yeah, I, 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 totally. I, I, I don't think he'll play any part at all. Any part? No, no. I think I th- honestly don't. Um, unless there's major, major injuries, because you can go and have a look at Celtic's midfield. They're so, so strong with the amount of quality. He's right down the pecking order. It would need a lot of injuries, I
1: think, for James McCarthy to come mm. into that uh, situation. Um, Michael, I, I, you, you speak about the defensive situation, I guess that means Stephen Welsh starts at the weekend, is that a good chance for him to maybe stake a claim?
9: Maybe it is, Gordon I, but uh, I would have liked to see it's time that guy for Schalke uh, that, is it Malak or Theo, whatever his name is, but saying that about, I think Rangers are quite strong in the striking department, that Kolak is a completely different player from all the rest of the strikers at Rangers and Gordon DL is is right, and that's because like look, look, look at last year guys when Gio Marcus got injured Kyogo was out for three months that concerns me really do you know what I mean because a never going to make it at Celtic they need to get shot of him big time do you know what I mean mm.
1: what about at the back mark um, is it just one of those things ride it out Stephen Welsh and an able deputy until Carl Starfelt and, or, or Jens come back you've got to think so I, I mean I did think they needed
2: someone in and Jens was who You know, Postecoglou went for Um, Julian. I heard somebody saying last night that Julian. He still believed that Julian was Celtic's best centre half. Listen, I think Julian's still a quality player. Of course, he has seven million quid uh, a couple of seasons ago, but I think his future um, lies elsewhere. So, I think Welsh. He's played in big games before. He's been there before. They'll just have to nurse him through until Starfield gets back.
3: Yeah, interesting. Um, Look well she's very highly thought of at Celtic of course she is young lad he never lets him down Um, you know it'll be interesting to see who he does partner um, you know Carter Vickers with Um, but You look at the squad The squad's very strong Gordon Two quality goalkeepers as well Competition there for places I think for a manager That's exactly what you're looking for Keeps everybody
1: in their toes Uh, Thank you Michael That was a lovely song You gave us as well 01419511025 Uh, lots of tweets coming in mostly uh, giving me a tough time about the Motherwell result Uh, Sideshow Bob says have you seen the goal it's outstanding David Gallagher says to be fair the goal was a 30 yard free kick not much Motherwell could do plenty of time uh, plus no away goals although that was sent some time ago there's now 33 minutes gone and Motherwell haven't looked like scoring <laughs> uh, what we will see. Sligo's goal is absolutely outstanding if you've Incredible. not seen it it's about as good a free kick as you can get we go along with that?
8: Yep. yeah
3: yeah, no arguments um, well,
1: 25 yards out, I think it's left hand more than side
2: that. Yeah. all yeah. the way left foot or diagonally across the box into top corner you can't save it there's not oh, much you can
1: do to that No, closer to 35 yards no, I think nah, yeah,
2: yeah. yeah it's an
3: absolutely wonder strike um, you could have stuck two goalies in there you ain't getting that hmm. <laughs> all credit to a lad fantastic goal and Uh, he'll have a good night tonight
1: (laughs) (laughs) I would would say for the quality
2: the quality of that free kick they had a very aggressive side (laughs) you know some of their tackles another one there just cynical bumping the the motherwell midfield off the ball so these Irish teams Mm -hmm. know how to mix it motherwell find it hard
1: let's hear a bit from Robbie Nielsen his mother will have a free kick into the box that comes to nothing he's signed a new contract at Hearts he says it was an easy decision he's loving life at Tynecastle, uh, and he hopes that consistent group stage European football can help bridge the gap between them and the old firm
8: you know we've uh, been speaking about it for a couple of months now so to finally get it Sorted is great. It allows us to now focus on the, the season ahead. First and foremost, really enjoy my time back at Hearts. You know, it's a, a fantastic club to be at. You know, delighted to be. And the team has been doing really well. The, the the board have been great. The foundation has been great. So it's a platform now to go and build forward. And the club came to me a couple of months ago to ask about renewing it, and I was absolutely delighted to do it. You know, we have to try and build ourselves over the next few years. And I think the key for us is can we continually get into group stage European football? You know, if we can do that for. Two, three, four years that allows us to build. You know, there's no doubt that the, the gulf is massive, but we want to try and keep cutting away at it and cutting away to try and get to an opportunity where we can actually go and mount a challenge. It's going to be a process over a number of years, a number of seasons, but the key one for us is can we continually get into European football because that's ultimately where the, the club make the finances to allow us to improve the squad, improve the, the club as a whole and start bridging that gap.
1: Uh, understandable, I guess, why Robbie Nielsen's been given a new deal. Could have done too much more last season I guess no, you, you always reply to that with win something but yeah. they were comfortably the third best team weren't they yeah comfortably and you look back at his
2: first tenure obviously he gets to move away because he was doing well at that time so you've got to say he's time at heart he's done a terrific job over two spells he's built something you know really good um, in terms of additions I think Shanklin's going to be a great addition and uh, I know there was room, uh, or or you no, know, Joe Savage came out and said that they should have aspirations and maybe won that sometimes. I think Robin Nielsen's realistic enough in his statements here to say that they need to bridge a gap a wee bit. I think that's his next his next step up, bridging that gap, getting closer to Celtic and Rangers, you know, beating them a couple of times at Tynecastle, beating them away from home maybe um once or twice over the next couple of years. Um but he's definitely the right man for that. I think <laughs> they sort the same season again, Gordon. Um I don't think
3: they've got to bridge a gap um, For me, uh, Shankland, uh, the jury about him for me uh, I know he's went away to Belgium I know that he's a good goal scorer I like the boy, but you've got to create the goals for him You've got to create the chances for him i will be interesting how, to see how he does it at mm. it hearts. it's a big, big ask for a boy But he's
2: got a very good talent You think so? A big ask? Yeah, I do Does I the do centre that. forward scored goals Anyway, in two in his debut as well, didn't he? Yeah, well. And you've got a heart side well, to create.
1: Uh, well, oh, his
3: debut, that, sorry, that, is, that is advice coming from someone who backed 50 to score six at St Johnston. <laughs> I don't even think he had a shot at goal. So I think you should listen to somebody who <laughs> knows all about centre forward. I like Shankland. I just think that, that he needs to, people to create roundabout him. Will he get uh, the game time
8: um,
1: that's required for him to score goals? Time will only tell. Uh, Robin Nielsen says he was desperate to bring Lauren Shanklin to Hearts when he knew he was available and he says he knows exactly what the striker needs to score goals
8: you know, I've always kept an eye on what he's been doing over in Belgium and the opportunity came to bring him in I was desperate to do it and thankfully the backing of the board and Joe and um, Andrew McKinley they allowed us to bring him in because I think he'll be a real asset for us. He already scored a couple of goals in his first game in pre-season and it's a case of us creating chances for him to score goals. Myself, Gordon and Lee I had enough at the United get a good relationship with him we, we know what he needs, we know, we know he's a penalty box striker You know he won't he won't give you a lot outside it but you put the ball in the box and we scored goals and it's up to us to make sure we get him in there. I think at United you know, obviously we left when we'd won the championship but come out of the top flight it's a different story. You know, it was a, probably a year of stabilisation for them, you know, and they didn't create probably the chances that Lawrence needs, but, you know, he's managed to get a move off the back of it international football, and we're just grateful that he's here now. Hopefully we can help him kick on again.
2: Yeah, I I think. (laughs) Sounds like he knows what he's talking about. Well, obviously,
3: he's repeated exactly what I've just said in the programme. I totally agree. I think he is a penalty box player. Um, They know him inside out, and the fact that they've worked with him before, as uh, the man just said, Robbie Nielsen, desperate to get him. So he's confident in him. Strikers, uh, uh, as soon as the league campaign starts, the first thing as a striker is you want to score a goal. That just leads to the confidence. It gets that tag off your back of, oh, well, I've not scored yet, and you can get into four or five games. And, and they score in the Premier League now. It's difficult. You don't get guys like, you know, the years ago with the the and not scoring 30 and whatever. It's, it's quite difficult nowadays, and game time and managing a squad as well. So it'll be interesting to see how Shanklin does. Look, I wish the boy all the best. I think he works very hard at it. He's learned his trade. He, he was excellent at Air United he's went to Dundee United took that big move to Belgium which I admire decided to go a different culture different football didn't work out for him he's come back and I 'll tell you what he's got a terrific move
1: to a big club 01419511025 that's the number you need if you're more of an email type and you want to send the teaser question in dot onecom so that's what Jerry and Erskine did tonight and uh, since 2004 11 players have played for Celtic and Aberdeen Does not include loans And Liam Kelly has just made oh. a good save To stop Motherwell going 2-0 down And 3-0 down on aggregate um, I mean I think it was relatively straight at him But still a decent stop On the question You've got Scott Brown mm. You've got Johnny Hayes You've got Paul Hartley Go for it uh, Will of Give us your
2: description oh, I was going to say Give us your description
1: uh, in first
3: Little lad Middle of part.
2: Baldy played with Dundee <laughs> and he Aberdeen and Celtic.
1: Pretty <accurate. laughs> it, yeah, a of flood, yeah. Dylan McGeoch. Brilliant. And Barry Robson. Barry Robson. We'll get the rest of the answers and we'll see if there's any life left in Mullerwell in the last few minutes of the half next.
0: Number one for football in Glasgow and the West. 0141 951 1025. Clyde One. Super Scoreboard.
1: Into the home straight on tonight's Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Gordon Diel and Mark Wilson are here, and it's not getting any better for Motherwell. Still, Sligo one, Motherwell nil on the night, which means Sligo two, Motherwell nil on aggregate. So it's almost half time. So it is a massive 45 minutes coming up for Graham Alexander and his side. Uh, on tonight's full time teaser, we're looking for 11 players since 2004 that have played for both Celtic and. Aberdeen in- Excludes the recent loans So you've got Scott Brown Barry Robson Johnny Hayes Willow Flood Dylan McGeoch Paul Hartley
3: Friend of the show
1: Friend of the show Charlie McGrew Yes And now McGinn Yes Okay right. One Two Three Three to get We'll get them before uh, the end of the show You're doing much better Than I expected Suspiciously good actually If you ask me oh, No credit um, whatsoever Just saying No credit <laughs> He never directs at me yeah. so, It's always oh, no Absolutely no Well credit. listen Whoever's spoon feeding you The Nelson Mandela quotes For the show Is also <laughs> no Must de- be giving de- you The answers to de- the, de- the teaser de- No ne- dear de- <laughs> We need to spend more time Getting to the bottom of that Where <laughs> you got that quote from. Well he got it from Nelson Mandela I know What, but I what was he watching Because well, he wouldn't have been it, reading It wasn't directly was it He's not Managed to speak to the great man, I'm sure. <laughs> Do you know much about
2: Nelson? I don't get any credit in Did this You never meet him when you were famous? Uh, no, not his one.
3: <laughs> As in,
1: you're not famous anymore. <laughs> <laughs>
3: it's, it's, it's one that I've never met. No,
1: I've not even got to try and make that one up, Gordon. What about. was it again? one more time? You can't even remember it. That's how I know that someone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I wonder if a dreamer
3: that never gives up.
1: Oh, oh, he's done quite well he's proven me
2: wrong <laughs> <laughs>
3: yeah, but he's
1: nowhere
2: he got it from mm. there'll be many quotes like that this season
1: if oh. you finish bottom I'll never finish bottom of again. the beat the pundit table this year i will not happen. you get that tattooed on you <gasps> oh, what a shout that is
3: what? <laughs> Hold on a whereabouts? Because there's plenty of room.
1: <laughs> that's plenty. Um, can it be on your nose, can we? Oh, I mean, big fun. That's for sure. Uh, times New Roman. Nah, hashtag 16. Nelson Mandela. Um, if you finish bottom of the table, you'll get that tattooed on you.
3: Uh, I think I, I think you're putting me under a wee bit pressure, but I'll, I'll go. take you a real tattooist rather
2: than that. I'm <laughs> <laughs> talking <That> oh, <laughs> <laughs> it's still there. <laughs> <laughs> I just caught
1: a glimpse of it. Like half a sleeve. <laughs> the piece of <laughs> the piece of ink is still there. <laughs> <laughs> Remnants of gall. <laughs> 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 do you know? Speaking of which, I over the summer I need to admit. Right, and is uh, he listen, He probably will be. Sometimes producer Callum will ask me to do something, and I sort of agree, and then I think I'll just think about it later on and. Sort of forget about it. So I was flicking through um, Instagram, and so my my own face, which just you know kind of jars you. What's that? And it was the announcement that you and I are apparently doing an ab (laughs) sale off of the Sky Park down in the city centre down at Finiston. So my first level of shock was. Oh, oh, that's right. I'm doing that. That's I think no problem. But then I noticed your picture on it. No. And I thought, there's no way he's agreed to that. No.
8: Do, uh, what, what?
1: I, I thought the same thing. I no. thought, do you know you're doing this? Do you know what that is? Do you know what an ab sale is? Aye, uh, sort of a yeah. <laughs> ah, clear, a
3: wee bit like Spider Man, doing the side of the building. <laughs> I've, I've been Spider Man before. But Big Callum, right, caught me at a real. Sort of a bad. I was busy, sort of thing. And before he's asking my question, you know, look, I came in and do a video, blah blah. blah. I went, yeah, calm no problem. Put the phone down. And then about two or three hours later, I realised that I've agreed. You just scared of heights. I'm terrified of heights, and I
2: cannot wait to see this. You strapped in, Bond. <laughs> Bond. <laughs> Bond, Dazzy Bond, Jenny Bond, <laughs> Dazzy Bond.
6: Flab and I'll be like, the harness, on uh, the, all the, girl, the girl's girl's in the
3: office with her. Diet Coke cans Up in the
6: window
2: There he goes Your, your nose cake. Nose dragging Down the window <laughs> a, big, a big Big trail <laughs> Big beef
3: cake Hanging down <laughs> Up in the window <laughs> anyway,
1: there's Plenty of time To revisit that Later on uh, As we, as we get to see closer. Thomas is in Barhead What's your point uh, Thomas?
6: Hi guys Good to get the season Off and running Absolutely. again Absolutely
1: well, uh, I, I was—I would have said that until 48 and a half minutes well, ago, Thomas.
6: Exactly, and that's what I'm phoning about. I'm a Rangers supporter, but my phone call is about uh, Scottish football in general. I can go back to what I would call the golden era of Scottish football out west, Rangers and Celtic, so Rangers and Celtic don't come into this equation. And it was when Scottish teams um, like Dunfermline, Dundee, Colmarnock, uh, Aberdeen, Hibs were regularly getting quite far in European tournaments. Uh, Aberdeen winning it in, on European Trophy in 1983 the day and day to get into a European final in 1987 since then however out with Rangers and Celtic and even Rangers had a major faux pas a couple of years ago Scottish teams are an embarrassment in Europe Would look like Motherwell have going out to Sligo Rovers was it last season I can't remember who it was went out to a team from the League of Wales yeah
1: Commander like Connorsquay a couple of years ago on, that-
6: Latvia Finland it doesn't matter what team out with Rangers and Celtic they come up against any team in Europe Mm. they're not going to get beyond the first qualifying round and you look like this season, you think oh Sligo Rovers, that's a good draw you lose one nothing, you've won nothing down now League of of Wales really they're not even a professional footballer so they're putting out top six teams in in Scotland and I know that the the, the argument is the budget but back in the, the, the 60s, 70s, 80s these provincial teams could never match Rangers and Celtic's budget—they never have had big budgets, but they could always go far and reasonably far in Europe. Mm. And what I'm wondering now is that the coaches, uh, you know, because you can't even say it's Scottish players because we've got players from all over Europe, even playing for provincial teams. So you can't say it's mm-hmm. Scottish football at, at grassroots level.
1: I think, I think we need to separate these things, right? Because I respect Thomas. You, you know, you've obviously seen a lot of football, but the sort of relevance of the 60s or, or 70s is its difficult to really get a handle on because the landscape of football has changed so much, European footballs changed so much. We were, as a country, a sort of a, ma- a major player back then and, and now we're not. So, whether Dunfermline or, or Kilmarnock, whatever they did then, I'm not sure. However, you can't defend that. That's half-time. You can't mm-hmm. defend that. Thomas mentions budget, but actually... <laughs> well, we can't that's not that's not a factor tonight. We do that, we throw it around because sometimes, you know, we come up against European teams and we don't realise actually they've got a good bit more money and, and so on. But Thomas is right. This is Sligo and Kona's key. These are not acceptable results, are not and, even close. And the biggest thing it's not acceptable,
3: Gordon, you can accept a one off result somewhere along the line where you play well, miss a hundred chances, they get a breakaway. As as it stands just now, Schligo are beating Motherwell, who finished in the top six, home and away. Yeah,
1: Motherwell not scoring, not looking not sc- at
3: scoring. Yeah, as it stands. And and uh, Thomas makes a great point. Okay, back in the completely different football, different clubs. Just have a look at where Dunfermans mm-hmm. and all these clubs are now. You can also see the standard of other teams are getting better. Oh, of I mean, course, look, we
1: uh, could do but, hours on this, but yeah, but, uh, <laughs> Europe's uh, shifted since then. Look how many break up of countries, and we've got. Yeah. It's just a much different footballing landscape. But. It is this embarrassing, is let's terrible.
3: be honest, it is embarrassing If you're a Motherwell supporter, it's
2: embarrassing
1: Yeah, I made the argument that there's many players
2: on the continent that are good sides and good technical players and European football mm-hmm. is different so that was the argument then but when it's against the League of Ireland or it's against Welsh, a Welsh team that play the same style of football as us and we quite often dip into their market to bring their players across because it's a step up then it does become
1: an embarrassing result for Motherwell 45 minutes, Gordon is, It's possible, but it just it doesn't look likely Does it? It needs a massive Massive change, and and we've watched
3: The game since, well, 18 minutes in Gordon, and I, I thought Sligo looked the team That could put this game to bed if they scored Another goal. Mother will look They've, they've run out Of ideas already. They look a team That's no confidence uh, There's no pace about them um, I think that if the manager's ever going to you know have a great team talk it'll need to be right now as we're standing here he will need to go in and
1: change something whether it's personnel tactically or even just though is there much to even change those Mark says <laughs> who who are you looking at as to come on and no, be a match winner I
3: I, I don't think Motherwell's squad very good this season Gordon I think the uh, sort of a Players that they brought in has not strengthened Motherwell at all. I think Motherwell are in for a difficult, difficult season. Um, but it doesn't help, and it is an embarrassment to not just
2: Scottish football for me, but for Motherwell as well. Tell you what, Dad. I don't want to harp on about it but if Stephen O'Donnell the manager don't see eye, yeah, yeah, or, or whatever the reason is he's on the bench and fine but when this is hangs in the balance surely you bring him on you maybe change the shape put McGinn, again you know change to a three at the back put O'Donnell on uh, as a right wing but, back yeah, not a
9: match
1: winner though is he not even a match
2: winner if... but he can still carry the ball I, I'm watching that first half there I don't see the Motherwell fullback backs no chances yeah get like the get ball the ball in the back field. of the
1: net from a set piece and it get ruled out but... so you, you've got to get the ball mm. the pitch Motherwell anyway. haven't done that it's the first week back but I'll be phoning in sick if this doesn't change between now and uh, the next 45 (laughs) minutes so Andrew McLean hope you're ready for the show tomorrow let's see if we can get the three more answers on the full time teaser of players that have played for Celtic and Rangers since 2004 you're only looking uh, Celtic and Aberdeen sorry since 2004 right I've got one back. Scott Brown now McGinn Charlie McGrew Barry Robson Johnny Hayes Dylan McGee Willow Flood Paul Hartley is Brian Prunty one? no
2: I oh, he played for Celtic and Aberdeen.
3: No, get close Gordon, please. Goalkeeper must
1: be a goalie. Now at Hearts. Was a Ronnie Dyler signing also played for Dundee United, which should be Gary really Steven. Gary Steven. Uh, this is a really tough one. Martin O'Neill era player. He's got two Scotland caps. You you were never getting this one. Jamie Smith. Jamie Smith. Oh, Martin. And Roshan. the last one, you've just totally forgotten that he played for Aberdeen. Going to kick herself, here, you know? Left you out of the Scottish Cup final for Dundee United. Jackie McNamara. How did you get that before did. Jackie McNamara. Oh. There we go. Well Thank you very that. much. Big night ahead for Motherwell. Back tomorrow at six with Hugh Keevans and Kenny Miller. We look forward to that. We'll speak to you then.